I want to thank our, our sponsor, Diversity Vapor Shop. The Vapor Shop, Buddy Hall, makes his own flavors. They're amazing. Ships all over the United States. So if you want to try them, you're into vaping, you want to try the most unique flavors you've ever tried, go to go to diversity.com, go to jimcren.com. The link is on there, too, his website. But it's Buddy Hall, and they have a, a place in Dormont, Pittsburgh, and Babcock Boulevard, North Hills, in Pittsburgh. And they're our sponsor. Thank you, Buddy, and thank you, Diversity. This is the Jim Cren No Restrictions Podcast. We're coming to you nationwide. We are coming to you worldwide on the Sideshow Network. It's Mike Waisaki, Terry Jones, Mike Sasson, and here's your host, radio and comedy legend. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Jim Cren. Jim Cren No Restrictions on the Sideshow Network, we're at Talent Network Studios, and I want to thank uh, our producers, uh, Dave Settlemeyer, Josh Folio, Wayne Weil, Frank Mergia, and of course on air, we got uh, Terry Jones, Mike Wysocki, Mike Sasson, and myself. Uh, Terry is on his way. He should be breaking into the show any minute. He's in traffic. We have, if you're from the pit- northeast in the Pittsburgh area, we're, it's Traffic Fest. <laughs> 2015 is going on here. A big celebration every year. A big celebration where they block off traffic forever, everywhere, in every artery, you name it. (laughs) Uh, I want to thank everyone for the nice comments, kind comments on the Gilbert Gottfried podcast. I thought it was our funniest one. He, because of him, he's made me laugh. Oh, he's incredible. The entire time. It was uh, definitely G-rated. It's for the family. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Disney kind of vibe going on. Yeah, kids can and enjoy it. We want to obviously thank all of our, our friends at the Sideshow Network, the premier network in all of podcasting, which we're honored to be part of. And also our sponsors, uh, Diversity, and our friends at FanDuel. We want to start off the show. Uh, also, oh, wait, I want to thank, uh, we did a, uh, a party, a pre-party. We're on, obviously, we're on, we talk about a lot on Q92.9 FM in Pittsburgh. You want to stream. We want to thank everyone who came out to a pre-party we had for the for Steeler game at the Hard Rock here in Pittsburgh, and Matt and everybody, people listen to the podcast every each and every week. And we we thank you, Matt. I, you know, stood out as one nicest guy in the world. Listens to every you know, listens to podcasts, listens to the morning show. Was nice enough, nice enough to come out and hang out with us. We really appreciated that. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in everybody that came out, really, uh, a lot of fun, huh? Yeah, yeah, Matt was really cool. Lots of people, yeah. It was nice of them to come out. Yeah, nice crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, something about football, man. NFL, it's crazy, right? And it's it's getting we love crazier. It. We were just talking about the fact that how many teams right now that you thought were going to be great are now 0-2, the Colts, the Seahawks, a lot of really a lot of teams that are struggling right now. And so, yeah, it's it's getting nuts, man. You know, since we're talking football, I might as well, I got to bring up my fan duel. I love it. I've been playing like crazy. I have four contests going on now. <laughs> it's tremendous. You get to pick any player you want within budget. You have your you you are the you are the GM. You're your own general manager, and it's a one week fantasy football type situation. And uh, you put the money in your account, and once you get the money in your account, you you bet a dollar, two dollars. It's it's not a lot. You bet a little to win a lot. It's the the leader 
in one week fantasy football with more winners and more payouts than any other site. The money's real. They're paying $75 million a week goes out. $75 million wow. a week this football season. Building a team so easy. You pick your players. Like I said, you stand under the cap. Entry fees a dollar. Some are two dollars. That you can go in head to head. You can go into tournaments. All types of different ways to win money with FanDuel. Uh, I just love the experience of it, man. If you're a football fan, actually, if you're a baseball fan also, but football fan, baseball, all sports fans really should do FanDuel. Give it a try. Try it for NFLC. I'm telling you, you will enjoy it. I promise you. Uh, my FanDuel teams are are are. are like my favorite players, I do like Peyton Manning. I'm into Peyton. Uh, how about the games Brady had? Oh, Brady has been having the last seven week. touchdowns, no interceptions, just killing it. Do you right think now. he's just got something to prove at this point, huh? Maybe. Who knows? Who knows, man? He's starting off great. Big Ben and our Steelers. We're Pittsburghers, so obviously we love our Steelers and whoever out there. You love your team. We respect that. I love that about your city. You'd be proud of your team. We're proud of our Steelers. I'll tell you. Ben and Antonio Brown are really one of the great duos now, man. And I, I, I call them ready for that. I call them Air Coriel now with Big Ben, with a better quarterback. Yeah, with better Dan Fouts. Yeah, so. <laughs> I mean Fouts is good, but Ben's great. So, and then D'Angelo Williams with three touch. I mean, he's the leading point scorer in fantasy right now, yeah. so he's crushing. And then they're getting so you their could, starting running back back this week. So you get these guys in Fanduel. You you get them under under budget and in. Within a within a cap, and it's so much fun. You press enter; it's that easy. Go to FanDuel.com, click on the microphone in the upper right hand corner. Use my code Crankarian and sign up now. Special offer for new users: for every every dollar you deposit, FanDuel match match it with up to two hundred dollars that gets earned as you play. It's a bonus of two hundred dollars offers. Only good for the first fifty people to use the code Crankarian and today. So you can just go. Sign up and tell you, don't, don't forget, use my code, fanduel.com, where every day is a new season. That's F-A-N-D-U-E-L.com. Sign up today on Fanduel. So, guys, we were talking about it already. We've talked about podcast a little more. Ryan Reynolds is in GQ Magazine. He does this thing. He does this art, article, man. And something caught my attention where he says, hey, my best friend. I don't know why I'm sounding like a burnout guy, but I like it. My best friend. <laughs> That's what Ryan Reynolds sounds like when sold he's not on pictures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So pictures of my daughter being born. We grew up with this guy. Mm-hmm. Lifelong friend. Lifelong friend. Shops the pictures. He's devastated when he finds out. Says it's like a death experience. I'm thinking bullshit on Ryan Reynolds. If you grew up with this dude, man. If I grew up my buddy Kenny, my buddy's Tommy, and all these guys. Mm-hmm. If it were me, I mean, there's no way. I, I mean, I'd be a little pissed. Like, I, if they're your butt, I'm talking lifelong friends. You would just call them, hey, you fucking assholes. What are you doing? You know, come on, man. Not that mm-hmm. my buddies would do that, but I'm just saying if they did do that. If you're if you're Ryan Reynolds, you're making $4 million a movie. You're making money on residuals. You're making million. I mean, it's a lot of money. This guy makes pull some coin down. He claimed, oh, I had been giving him checks. He needed money. I'd give him I said, hey, the checks are cut off or something like that. He never said the guy was an alcoholic or drug. And if the guy's an alcoholic or drug addict, I get it. Mm-hmm. Then you get him into rehab. But if the guy's just a friend, not sick, I'm saying. Yeah. And he's asking for checks or whatever. 
I get that because you were boys, you're hanging out, mm-hmm. you know, growing up. And you were the one who got lucky and got the four mil. We had an argument, a little bit, not argument, but debate on the air, different philosophies on this. All right, t- Terry just walked in. He's caught in traffic fest, uh, uh, <laughs> the parkway. Indeed. Uh, welcome, T. We, we're talking about the Ryan Reynolds thing where he says his best friend took pictures, baby pictures, got mad shopping them around. Guy was like trying to make 100 grand probably real quick. He gets pissed. He goes, it's like a death. I couldn't handle it. He's so upset. Poor Ryan Reynolds. He's married to Blake Lively now, and he used to be married to Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, can't get a break this day. Yeah, but tough. I, His buddy breaks. Kenny, probably whoever, you know. My buddy would have a kiosk to get them all, <laughs> selling all my shit. I wouldn't care. <laughs> I, I kind of understood where he was coming from because it's his child, and he has to protect his child. You want to keep your child. Oh my God, Terry! It's happening to you. Oh yeah, you have a child. All of a sudden, you're Victor fucking mature. (laughs) You have to. What happened? You have to. What happened to Terry? It's it's the baby. All of a sudden, he's Victor. (laughs) No, 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 no. That's an open container alcohol you have. He was mad when I sold his baby pictures. What's that? When I sold his baby pictures, he was a little upset. Of Terry's actual baby Uh picture. Yeah, not the baby. He sold his baby. Yeah, he sold. But no, it's it's one. Are you going to be that guy? Now, as soon as you have the baby, it's like, all right, listen, nah, I mean, Jim, your car, your <laughs> furniture. I want Nerf on every corner. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, the kids gotta get dinged up a little I bit. I am a father. <laughs> I, I understand. You do not understand the type of pressure in which I. I under. get it, but no, I, I mean, oh, I kind of feel bad for him funny. because. You know, there's a couple of celebrities yeah, that yeah, try and keep yeah. the kids out the line. Well, like Jay Z and Beyonce. I get that. They didn't. It's... They didn't post Blue Ivy for about six months. They uh, North and uh, when Northwest, they did the same thing. And uh, Kim sent out fake pictures to her friends to see who was going to be that person that was going to sell them to the tabloids. Mm-hmm. And someone did. And then they tried to confront Kim with the picture, and they said, "She said, oh, that's not the baby. Actually, that was a fake.'" And she had to confront the friend about it. So, I mean, I can understand him trying to protect his his child and not want to have his child post it publicly. Lauren London and Lil Wayne have a kid together. She hasn't posted her son on social media, and people are like, "Why?" And we live in a society where it's like, if it's not posted, it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. So, in her defense, she's like, "I don't want to post him and let him live his life and let him do things without." Because people attack kids. Like, what if mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds' kids ugly as hell? Like, if you really think about it, like, and he's Ryan Reynolds. Ugly so as people hell, he's like, making oh, yo, his four baby's ugly as hell. million dollars a picture. But he could kid. get a fucking therapist. He could get a bodyguard. <laughs> he could, he could buy his own school. His he could do a lot of things. T. Uh, my, my thought of it is, and I understand that exactly where you're coming from, but I think sometimes these people think they're a little self-important in a way, and I get that the problem would be, Maybe I wouldn't want, you know, kidnapping would be a problem. But then again, these people, you see them two weeks after this whole, you know, don't touch my baby, take a picture of my baby. I got the same fucking PR people doing pictures with them playing their baby with their baby in a park. Every single one from Angelina Jolie to every, every other person. All of a sudden they change the tune or whatever, one of money. Maybe they're getting paid. I don't they do, know. They do get paid. But the problem mm-hmm. is. You can make a deal with the so I got so I get it. I got to play along with. It. I don't care. I don't want to. But I'm just saying, this guy's friend, his best friend, growing up, he acts like this is is like a death to him, and he can't forgive this guy. I get I get it. You get pissed off. You say, hey, there's a security breach or whatever the fuck you want to say, but you don't cut the guy out and talk about him in GQ fucking magazine. I See, that um, that's where we we talked about. You it can't this forgive morning. this dude and that's talk a, to you him. You got a boy. 
who's been with you your entire you life. You grew up with this guy. He's been with you, everything like that. He makes one mistake or maybe even a couple mistakes. Yeah, maybe you just don't send him the pictures anymore, but to sit there and say he's dead no. to me, no more talking, anything like that. Yeah, you just trust him that he's not going to get the pictures. He'll, All right, which, by yes. the way, there most are... dudes are like, I really don't care what your freaking kid looks like. Well, he looks like every no kid ever. Really kid. But, I, uh... I think the thing is probably, you know, like, well, that's just it. It's just, it if he would have said in the interview, Hey, it's a security thing or something like that. All right. But I think it was more of the money. He was worried about the money. He, here's the thing. I think these celebrities get so feeling so self-important or whatever. Let's put it this way. We talked about this uh, on a radio show. We talked about EGOT. EGOT is the Emmy, the Grammy, <laughs> the Oscar, and the Tony. Now think about this. If you win all four of those... The first guy to get an EGOT was Richard Rogers. Who EGOT was completed in 1962. Richard Rogers, legend, sat there on his deathbed, said, "Nobody will forget Richard Rogers." Mm -hmm. I, I got an EGOT. I got it. <laughs> Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. Where will the statues be? I don't know. Let me croaks. All right. Point I'm making is Ryan Reynolds. Man, come on. I get it. You're famous and all that, but this guy was with you when you were shit. Yeah, maybe you got, hey, you get some roles and, hey, there's some great actors that don't have that big, that name and that money. Mm -hmm. A little bit's like, a little bit of that's like hitting the lottery. They make a living as actors, but come on, it's like hitting the lottery. That, that's the only thing that bothers me, like when, it, when these guys, big time people, acting like they're more important or more whatever. That, that I think that's what bugs Big me. time and his own buddy. That's the thing. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. You big to your family and friends. That's just that's that's when you start feeling so important, you know. Like I think it's like I have a security breach. I have nine bodyguards, and I don't want my baby to be seen because of after the child because I'm royalty. <laughs> In the meantime, it's like no, you know what? In six months, you won't be. Maybe, possibly. Who cares? It's your mm -hmm. life. I mean, save your money, have your money. But it, but it's the guy you grew up with. I don't. I don't think his boy should have sold the pictures. I, I still think that's Grammy selling someone else's kids' pictures. But that's even. And we're talking about that being his boy. His boy shouldn't have did something like that. That's just right, goes too right. far. But also the the other thing too is Ryan Reynolds caught hell for his kid. He had that trench coat on. I don't know if you guys saw the picture. And he, nah. I guess he had the baby in like a uh, one of those uh, baby okay. Bjorns. Like a Bjorn did you thing. Carry? Yeah. And the baby's legs were dangling from under the coat because he didn't want to have like the picture of the baby's face or Man, whatever. Man, this guy doesn't like pictures. Is, no, not at all. And this is why they were doing Deadpool. <laughs> and uh they're, they're and what ended up happening was people saw the baby's feet dangling and they said he's he's hurting that baby. That baby's under that coat. He doesn't have the baby secured because they didn't think there was anything under it. They thought that the baby he had like right. the baby under the coat mm -hmm. just dangling from <laughs> from the buttons of the coat. So like there's so much hell that you got to catch just from being in the spotlight with your kids. Like Jay-Z and Beyonce, there was a petition to comb Blue Ivy's hair, and that was for like a year. And they were trying to let their baby's hair grow out natural, but because they're in the spotlight, everybody's like, yo, comb your fucking kid's hair. But, but you know what, T? I guess that's argument, what he was trying to do. My argument is this. It's like, boo-hoo. Like, in other words, don't get in the entertainment business if you don't want that shit, man. And you know what I mean? It's like, my thought is, you're getting fucking monster money to entertain and have some... Try carrying brick for a living. Be a cop. Be a police officer. Be a fireman. Be a nurse. 
clean you know clean out shit and bedpans for 10 hours and and work your ass off like that and and have your life at risk or you guys do that you work hard we all, you guys work hard, not me, but you guys work hard. <laughs> <laughs> we try, like, you know, working as a janitor, working unloading a truck and stuff. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's the heroes. That's the work, man. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Now, I, in other words, I love, I respect these people. I love those people. I'm a fan of, I like Ryan Reynolds. I can't wait to see Deadpool. But I'm just saying, when you hear these guys complaining, they're all like that. To me, it's like, look, man, you hit the fucking lottery. Lighten up. See, that's the thing. They don't view it as that they did win the lottery. They feel that, you know what, my talent, I got chosen because I am so unique. Yes. When in reality. They start believing it. Yeah. I, when in I reality, if you go, Yeah. If you go out to Los Angeles, you go to New York, whatever, you see a bunch of Blake Livelys and Ryan Reynolds walking around, all looking for their Deadpools, all looking for their one role, their Van Wilder, which I, broke I, him. See, mm-hmm. I've experienced that. Maybe I've experienced it in certain times where i've had buddies it's like we'd be hanging out here uh-huh. i've had buddies who's gotten sitcoms and all of a sudden they're fucking acting like they cured cancer <laughs> wouldn't even return my call right now you yeah. know what i'm saying mm-hmm. yeah. and it's like that's what i i think part of you thinks what the fuck's that all about you know no, it's you. like what makes you so special all of a sudden it's like, you got fine good for you everybody's rooting for everybody wants these people to do well i don't yeah, everybody gets, you know, we're all trying, we're all out there taking a whack at things as far as entertainers. That's just it, as an entertainer, you're all trying to do that, and you succeed, and you forget. How how soon do you forget where, how hard it is, or how hard it is that the people are working out there, and you start complaining, like you, you're hearing these people in these, these interviews complaining about, you know, oh my God, I have to wake up, and my, you know, my child does a camera on them, and so, it's like, you got nine fucking nannies first off. You know? Yeah. Go, go see a single mother who's working two jobs, taking care of her kid, and then you wouldn't worry about the cameras combing the hair. I think it's like a little bit of taking for granted. That's really my point, I guess. You, you had um, you had brought up an interesting point when you were just talking about as far as like people losing touch. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about that, uh, losing touch with humanity because, you know, the guys that get that big, they, they stay away from people. And they start isolating themselves. Like after Probably a show, forget. like like there's famous comics that like after a show, they go to the back of the green room. I can't be bothered. There's crowds out there of people who want to see me and they yeah. just paid your bills. They and just you don't even want to say hi to them. And you're you're so worried about them being disgusting peasants that you're locking yourself away. But no, you have a good point. I think people stay away from reality. They lock themselves away from real people and they don't see what you're talking about out there which they do need to see and i think johnny depp's a good example of somebody (laughs) who's that famous who does actually go out like he signs every autograph they said he signs every single autograph he goes out in the crowds he just went to see a little girl who had cancer dressed as jack sparrow just yeah yeah, i remember i read that that. and uh, robert downey did something there was a kid who had had a prosthetic arm, and they made him mm. an Iron Man one. He went dressed as Tony Stark's with the Stark's industry uh, and the Iron Man glove, and he was talking to the kids. Stuff like that, that I think that keeps you grounded, but you're right. Because people that. surround themselves with bootlickers and ass kickers, <laughs> yes, oh, yeah. men, that just tell them yeah. how wonderful they are I'm all the time. I'm going to lick your ass, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Comes your own Memphis Mafia. But uh, was that again? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the ass licker. All, the that's ultimate, the ass licker to crew. But, but Beware I, You the know what? If it wasn't the baby <laughs> picture, if it was another picture, I think, Tara, it'd be easier for you. You're a father, so I understand that. Yeah. That's your baby. It's precious. He it's, sold it. Beyond, that, that's, and, and he sold it. But that's saying, yeah. But I understand your viewpoint because of a child. But my viewpoint is, I guess 
maybe it's too much fantasy for me to think that way, but it should be like Entourage, where you take care of Turtle, yeah. Johnny right. Drama. You know, they all that's their line. <laughs> a boy, right? The boys in Entourage. That's why we mm-hmm. like it. We sit there and it's a fantasy. We say, yeah, we the all we all grew up together. We all came up together, and and Vinny Chase helps yeah. Drama get a role or something, and turtle or whoever gets in the i just saw the movie actually it was yeah. kind of cool they have turtle ends up in that tequila venture with uh mark cuban, cuban ends up the billionaire or whatever but it's kind of fun but i know it's fantasy but that's mm-hmm. kind of the way it should be though you should be I able agree. to take care of your boys i guess that's what we're thinking and then the other thing about it is i think sometimes those guys forget that if someone offers a person fifty thousand dollars i mean that's that, that's that's a good amount of money for a year. I mean, you'd sit there now. Yeah. That, obviously, that's what Ryan Reynolds it's spends on water skiing. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> if that. But, I mean, you said, yeah, if someone says, here, here's grand, 50, here's $100,000. That's going to pay this guy's credit card bill, his mortgage, and whatever? Yeah. yeah no, and he's yeah. like, okay, it's an innocent picture. He's thinking, all right, it's just a picture. You know, it's a baby picture. It's innocent. It's not anything bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's my boy. He he'd want me to have the hundred grand. I mean, this guy's probably an asshole friend. I'm not saying he's a great friend. Yeah, and I'm not saying they don't have issues. I'm just saying Reynolds shouldn't have brought it into the interview. I get I get his pissed get off side. That makes but you sense. bring it into an interview and talking about how it's like death to you and all that kind of stuff. About how hard how hard it oh, is hard to be famous. Is. Basically, that's what you're telling us. Yeah, that that I can't trust anyone. I can't trust yeah, anyone this anymore. This is a New York Post yesterday. It's, it's, it's well, I mean, like the G- What I mean is, I haven't yeah, heard G- about it before the, the interview. Yeah, because we're gonna. I love he, the previews for Deadpool are off the charts. They're amazing, right there. Yeah. Uh, that's coming out when that comes out 16? next year. Next year, sometime in 2016. Yeah, Deadpool. Everything comes out next year. It's gonna be the biggest movie. It's probably I think of the year, right? Yeah. So Reynolds is gonna be talked about a lot. Maybe he's. Maybe he's feeling nervous. I don't know if because it's going to be launched. Who knows? But it's yeah, it's interesting though. Yeah, we love talking with these people. That's part of the gig. Yeah. Watch the Emmys uh, as of this taping. The Emmys are already passed. Mm-hmm. John Hamm finally won for Mad Men. Mad We're all him. TV addicts, and I know if you're listening to the show, you're Don like Draper. us. We watch. We like TV. Yeah. And we, he was and, uh, 0 for 12 movies. going into that. He had the longest streak of being nominated without winning for a male. Really? Mm-hmm. I looked up some uh, Emmy stats. Uh, huh? Angela Lansbury, seventeen in a row without winning, and Amy Poehler is only one behind her now for females. Has Amy Poehler never won? Never won. Been nominated sixteen times for some kind of Emmy, and really? has never won. That's crazy. And Ham is was zero for twelve or something. Ham was zero for twelve. He had the male record, but I don't know hmm. who holds it now. But Ham broke that. Finally won. Got off the Schneid. You got the Super Bowl. He's like Steve Young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Get that monkey up my back. Mm-hmm. Come on, to Montana. <laughs> John Hamm. You know, he de- he deserved it. That was a great role this year, right? Or last year. I thought his ending of Mad Men, it was really. Dawn really, Draper. It's Dawn Draper is just cool, one of right? Cool ass character. Like, they had a. Um, there was an article of, like, the most innovative, like, men or something like that. And Dawn Draper's not even real. And he was on this list or whatever. And uh, they have like a hashtag called draping where everyone's like they sit with their arm across <laughs> and then you just send in a picture and they have it like all over the Internet, Instagram. He's an innovative character. He, he deserved a great it. character. Right? Yeah, he yeah. deserved it. His acting yeah. is excellent. Oh, I right love there. that show. I just love, I love Draper. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's an it's a acquired it's an acquired taste. I do love the show. It was fun. It was slow. It's an acquired mm-hmm. taste. Did you like the ending? I did like the ending, Terry, because I wanted a happy ending. and It was a happy ending in a way. Because there's a rumor that he was going to be D.B. Cooper. Right. There's all there's like there's all rumors, rumors that he's gonna, people thought he was going to kill himself because yeah. of the opening scene. 
right? The yeah. guy falling out of a building. Yeah. I like the fact that they made him into this guy who, you know, new age kind of guy. <laughs> I just thought it was cool. Yeah. The acting was excellent. Did you watch the show, Mike? Yeah, I've, I, I haven't caught the last season of it, so. We, we were talking it, about it this uh, on the radio, our favorite you know, shows, like, of all times. In, in, in <laughs> It was kind of fun with the debate. To me, I loved Mad Men. It was great. Not my top five of all time, though. No. But uh, I'd say my favorite show, Breaking Bad, as far as Sopranos and Breaking Bad. We say two. We'll grab two of them and say. Uh, to me, those are the shows. The ultimate writing, ultimate everything. As far as, Both you know. great shows, yeah. Hard to argue. Yeah. Now, Game of Thrones won a lot. Now, you, you're, you, who was your two top two, anyway? Wire and some, why, The Wire right there? The Wire and X-Files. In X Files, which is I start, I'm, you know, I'm getting yeah. into that now. Actually, yeah, it's crazy. It's going to be David Duchovny. Did you see the the episode yet that was uh, banned from TV? They won't play it anymore, but it's on Netflix. No, it's about is it? a uh, the Peacock family. They okay. were a um, inbred family that, <laughs> huh. that lived on this farm after the Confederacy, <laughs> and in this town, and they would breed with their mom and have mutant babies. Ah, and the they it aired. I remember watching it as a kid, and, they and I shouldn't have been watching this shit as a kid anyway. Didn't want pictures of those kids. No. Buried them right. in the backyard. Right. But they they would bury these these mutated babies that didn't come out right in the backyard. Mm. And this aired on a Friday oh, night on Fox, and they took it off the air. So they don't play that episode anymore. But it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Oh, it's the best I'll watch, episode. I've been, I've been, yeah, yeah I watch it. It's your second. It's one of your top two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's an excellent show. It was really good. <laughs> Is it called those? Mutant Babies? It's called no, Mutant Babies. It's called uh, David Duchovny. I think it's called the. <laughs> Fox and Mulder find a mutant baby? No, I think it's called uh, Fox and Mulder find, find a, a mutant, mutant baby. <laughs> no, is he Fox Mulder? What is that? Yeah, Fox Mulder. Fox Mulder? Fox Mulder. And I used to have a crush on Agent Scully. Scully. You like she's Scully? Hot. Scully's yeah. hot. She okay. is hot. She's still hot. Oh, yeah, she's, she's still you know, hot. Yeah. She's in a show. She's like the hottest redhead on, uh, ever. It's, I think it's on Netflix also. It's either Netflix or Amazon. I'm pretty sure Netflix. Uh, Scully, Jillian Anderson. Yeah. It's yeah. one of the best shows I've ever seen. For that recent new show, you remember what it's called? It's called The Fall. Oh. She's a detective. She's a cat and mouse game between her and a serial killer. Nice, really intense thriller. She's fine. This funny Debbie, uh, our, our who's on our morning show with us, she pointed out all of my shows like sad murder shows. What does that mean? I wonder, huh? Well, what that means? <laughs> Into my heart, but sad murder thrillers. Sad. Deep down, it's sad. You're Dexter. I'm Dexter. Exactly. I Dexter's love it. Dexter's actually a really good Great show. That's a top 10. That's a top 10 for me all the way. Mike, who's your top two? My top two was Seinfeld and Sopranos. Boom. That's right. I'm Seinfeld so- was number Seinfeld was one You mean for to me. tell me Breaking Seinfeld's ahead of Breaking Bad? I'll be honest with you. I've only watched half of Breaking Bad, and then I just had to break it off. I'm going to walk over there and just punch you in the forehead. <laughs> I'm too tired. The Walking Mike, Dead. Your- <laughs> I can't. I, I, but here's the thing. I was watching the show, and it was like get, going on this massive journey. And I was like, I'm, I got too much stuff. I gotta going watch on. it with you. I gotta yeah, sit yeah. down and watch it with you. And I gotta hold your hand. I'm not. I won't, I won't hold like your hand. I won't hold your hand. But I watch it. Watch it together. I'll hold Mike Wasaki's hand. He'll, he'll hold, hold Mike hand. Wasaki's hand. He'll and hold Terry will hold his. And it'll be a circle of circle of trust. I like that. Keep it in the circle. We are the one. Tell him. Break it back. Yo, Breaking Bad. Ever, please is, back me up. What's wrong, with you, Mike? Like the wire is mine, but Breaking Love Bad the is in Watch a, the wire. Breaking Bad is a top ten, top five. It's for people. Equal I, to I the think wire. Breaking Bad was really dope. 
Like there was a lot of stuff that just was it. it it's kind of had some wire moves. Like, I know it's what. Here's what happened with you me with the, the wire. Writing and everything, Mike. The wire. Back, it's right? a great show. Here's what Absolutely. happened with that. Yeah, I'm not doubting it. you, but here's what happened with the wire, and this is what I'm worried about. So a buddy of mine said you had to watch the wire. Yeah. So then I had the HBO go. I watched the wire. A month of my life was essentially surrounded by me having to know what was going on with sure. Omar. You know, Bart. Yeah. You, everything you happened. Binge watched. Yes. Yeah. That's what it's now, about. And I can't do that right now with Breaking Bad. Oh, so you're just... I'm oh, waiting. He's trying to avoid binge watch. You just don't want to binge watch at this point because I know uh, what'll happen. Because it'll be like oh, I'll get into binge it, watch. and it'll oh, be like will. I'll forget about everything. I'll be coming into the show, and you'll be like, "Hey, Mike, what did you see this?" And I'll be like, "Nope, didn't watch." Then eventually, anything. you'll just be like <laughs> Heisenberg. Yeah, Heisenberg. You'll be saying, "You'll be saying, hey, Mike, what's my name? <laughs> what's my name, Heisenberg?'" You're like, "God damn right, it is." <laughs> Kurt Love lines are, was on my. You know, Tara, that is a really underrated show. That is a tough one. Is a great one. That is. That is one of it's, the best. It's of all like time. one of the most underrated shows. I put it above Seinfeld. Yes, I think Curb is better than Seinfeld. See, because right now what I'm starting to do because they I love the, Seinfeld, but Curb is but Curb. Be, maybe the better. The one I was watching the Emmy. Guess what I started watching last night? I watched started watching Veep because you said I, that was a great. I one. love Veep. Is it great? Isn't it awesome? It's awesome. It's hilariously funny. So it's now like, I gotta get into that. She's it's tremendous. There's a lot of. I love. There's a lot of good. There's a lot of good shows on and it started you got to give sopranos a little nod because that type of quality television really we were to put money into it You're right into the writers into the production they saw the money they can make out of it was the sopranos probably the beginning because there was a distinct difference between television and movies and i'll tell you right now the sopranos right when we first started oh seeing goodness. it it was like watching a little movie every week mm -hmm. the characters are off off the charts so we looked the hbo vibe at hbo how they can do things just on an excellent amazing way and it had to be on hbo because initially yes. they pitched it to fox real i didn't know that they initially i didn't pitched, know that yeah and then they turned huh. it to, they just nope and it had to be on hbo if it if it was on fox it would been be good. it'd be x files or something of that it, yeah it would be good but yeah. not not that great yeah not like that i can't believe they pitched it to to, to fox. fox yeah like yeah. that would be it's dumb i mean really you have to get David Chase has to have that on HBO, right? Yeah. Looking back at it. Well, then again, maybe there's a lot of money involved, I'm sure. Well, back in the day, there was no the HBO wasn't you know having those type of shows. So you'd sit there and a the network wants to talk to you. You talk to the network. Well, when did Oz? Was Oz before Oz Sopranos? Oz was or right after? at the same time, I believe. Oz was around the same time, uh, right? Uh, uh, Wait, uh, before, so well, it was Oz, Oz in the corner. Was Oz on first? Oz, Oz was HBO's first original programming show. Oz okay, was? That's what it was. Okay, yeah. so Oz, Weird, <laughs> yeah, edgy strange. show. Wayne always knows. Yeah, no, refer to stuff, him. Man. I know. Oz he's our, uh, Wonder why he's into Oz. Yeah. He's our encyclopedia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, The Wire. I did love The Wire. The same as Terry saying. It was a crazy show. That and the, uh, the other show that stands out to me. You're gonna laugh, but I absolutely love. It didn't get any rate. Friday Night Lights, man. Oh yeah, it's a good show. I love the movie. I remember being in high school the characters. when the movie came out. And we see, the thing is about that. A TV show to me is the one with Kyle Chandler, man. He, got, he gets me motivated. I hear those speeches. It's all over. Clear I, ass I lived in that lose. town when I was a kid. No, you did not. Yes, I did. Dylan, Texas? Well, the real Friday Night Lights, Odessa, Texas. Odessa, is Midland. that what it's about? Yeah. Odessa? Odessa and Midland, Texas, those two towns. That's that's Friday Night Lights. Mojo, ah, okay. Odessa, Permian, They're, they're kind of like off that. Uh, the book is initially about Odessa, Permian, Mojo. Panthers. I had the author uh, when he was touring the book, and uh, 
I read the book when I was like 10, 11 years old because oh, I God, was just. I'm I sorry, just I'm blanking out his yeah. name. JD something. Nah, something. Max. Um, Max. Buzz, Buzz Bissinger? Buzz, yeah, that's something. I had Buzz on a show. <laughs> You're coming up with something. <laughs> Buzz Bissinger. Yeah, Buzz. But I had Buzz on and Peter Burke were on when they were kind of uh, selling the whole aspect of the TV show. And Buzz was talking about because Pittsburgh, this area is big on Friday Night Lights with football, and he was just saying he was going all around the country, and they were kind of like promoting what what it was going to be all about in, in the television show. Peter Berg, he's my maybe my believe it or not, he's my favorite director, man. I love it, love his style. He's a distinctive style, absolutely. And that's I think I like. I just love the whole show and the vibe he gave. But I, I think, uh, but I remember the guy. I remember Buzz being really really serious very serious fellow with this like i dream try to you know me i'm an idiot trying to joke around no it was just he's very reverent about it in other words about the whole experience the whole football experience and things loosely the the, the i guess part of it was about there was a kid who was paralyzed well in the in the, in the, in the, the tv show i'm saying it, i know the tv show i didn't read the book mike i'm yeah. sorry i saw the movie the the movie is very close to the book about booby miles and Mer- Permian and Mojo. Then the TV show kind of went off on its own. A different thing, yeah. kind of thing, but yeah. it was kind of based on some other things, I guess. They yeah. said, you know, when Jason Street gets paralyzed. I remember watching, I, it might even been your interview, because one of the things he was talking about the was when he was doing the tours around mm-hmm. here is that he almost did pick Aliquippa. Yes. Instead of. He uh, did. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of schools he said here that really they thought about using. It was between here and Texas. Yeah. Because he, he embedded himself in with these guys for like a whole year. That's how he wrote the book. Right. It was going to be between here, Western PA, Florida, and Texas. Those were like the big. High school football. I will tell you, this is, no one believes this, but this actually, when I, I lived there in From 1986. So it was October of 1986. In Texas? Born. In Texas. Oh. Yeah. In Texas. So I was in the, in the town where it's happening. And the biggest game there was, was Mojo versus Midland Lee. And it was always on television. And so it was mm-hmm. October, and they had to show the game. They preempted Game Six of the 1986 World Series between to do the, this. Be, yes, yeah, so they showed a high school football game oh, instead wow. of the Red Sox versus the Mets, the Bill Buckner game. I watched that at 2:30 in the morning because that's when they showed it in Midland, Texas. So, so they're not off whenever they do on the TV show, and they show Kyle Chandler or whatever. Remember, they always have like the. I always thought they were a little off when they do the TV cameras are all over these guys. That's camps exactly. open and these kids are talking in interviews and I'm like, no, come know. on, they're in high school. But in the meantime, that's exactly you're saying how that is. is true. That's exactly how it is. I remember when I was like, I was huh. a bigger kid because obviously eventually I became a bigger adult. Yeah. And I remember when I, I was like <laughs> nine or ten years old and there would be adults coming up to me wondering where I lived in the town, wondering what high school I would go to because they'd be like, oh, you're going to be a bigger kid, blah, 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 blah. Really? And what like what youth league they were going to push me towards. Based on your size, they yeah. thought, well, he could be he could maybe play for us? Yeah, absolutely. So you had a Buddy Garrity after you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how it was because West Texas out there, you're six and a half hours away from Dallas, like you're I'm, in the middle of nowhere. I'm telling you, Coach Taylor, I have a kid named named Mike Sass. He's, he's a big a boy. Big boy. We can do it with him. We need to get him in the Dillon East Dillon District. Is he East Dillon or Dillon? It's weird having uh, adults approach you if you're like eight years old. No, nah, I don't want no funny stuff. I just want to know what team you're going to play for. <laughs> Kyle Chandler, six years, buddy. I tell you, he's a good guy. I like Sass. He's a good kid. 
but I will make the call. You understand? <laughs> Clear ass, full heart. Can't lose. Well, it was a. It was, also, that was at the time W lived in the area too, so that's probably who might have approached me. <laughs> probably. <either. laughs> yeah, come on, Matt. Play for us. You're the man. <laughs> Midland Bulldogs and the Midland Lee, and then the Permian. He's a Permian guy. Panthers. Yeah, were they, were they all right, right, major rivals like here? Oh, they hated each well, other. We have million. We had, we used to have really, really bigger. I mean, they probably still have big rivals. I know here, but man, I remember when they used to have uh, rivals had played at neutral fields and things, and it'd be crazy. Well, was, North and was, Central was probably huge my school. When you were, yeah, yeah. No, I went to North and North Central was a, was unbelievable as far as in the in the seventies. Man, you wouldn't. It's, it was a play at the Three River Stadium. That's how big that rivalry was. It was crazy. Completely nuts. And that's when Marino was playing. That was Marino days. Yeah. Yeah. Marino. They didn't have Marino. They, they had Kren. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the water. Like, the, the, yes. <laughs> the place Kren. kicker holder. <laughs> that, that was, yeah. But I mean, a Fox Chapel Mount Lebanon golf match. Oh, my God. Don't ooh, just. Ooh, that's oh a rough one. That was very nice. <laughs> and, uh, crushed that, that golf match. It was amazing, <laughs> my friends. Amazing. The hatred between those two? Yeah. He had a rivalry with USC and Lebo. Oh, I know. rivals, my friends. Well, who was yours? What's that? Who cared about us? Oh, your rival? Uh, I never heard of a Fox Chapel rival. Before. Well, I mean, technically, yeah, well, North my my school was kind of a rival. Yeah. It was always like the Saint, the league of the. Yeah, I mean, right. Well, it's not North like Penn Hills, Central Woodland Hills, kinda. where it's every year. But I mean, yeah. like Shaler's next to us, they kind of that becomes a rivalry. But okay. like, That's but like the, that was the funny thing. Like one year, my brother was in the playoffs, and it was Fox Chapel versus Mount Lebanon, and the headline was "It's the only playoff game with valet parking." So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> hey, well, I hope everybody enjoyed the podcast, man. Uh, we we had a great time uh, doing it today, as always. It's always a lot of fun, and uh, we appreciate everyone coming out to the party. And we'll keep you posted on the next time we do a, a, a party in a couple weeks. We have another one if you're in the Pittsburgh area. And if you're around the country, uh, also, uh, we appreciate trying to listen to us uh, weekdays, at uh, weekday morning, 6 a.m. to 9 on 92.9 grab us on your on your cell phone at uh, tune in right? tune, in. tune in you can use tune in the simple radio app or go to 92.9 fm.com yeah and of course our podcast on the sideshow network uh, we appreciate you streaming and listening or downloading and thanks so much and we'll catch you next time jim Cren, no restrictions hey everybody it's jim Cren of jim Cren, no restrictions i just wanted to take the time out to thank you for listening to the show we have a little over a hundred thousand subscribers now every week listening to the show go to soundcloud itunes stitcher or jimcran.com and subscribe today and thanks again if your business whether large or small is in need of commercial collections choose prime core group prime core group is a pittsburgh-based corporate collections agency now if your business is owed money PrimeCore Group is there to help you. On a contingency basis only, PrimeCore Group will recover what is owed to you in a professional and trusted manner. Contact PrimeCore Group today by going to PrimeCoreGroup.com. If you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleichinger, Schleichinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years, one of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. 
You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore because it's here and it's funny and I love you. On Monday, Josh Liebarger made his status Case of the Mondays Followed by a frowny face It got one like and five comments, including Dislike Well, Josh, Geico also wants to make a comment To turn that emoji's frown upside down In just 15 minutes, you could save hundreds of dollars on your car insurance by switching to Geico With all that extra dough, why not give Monday a makeover? We see an office party in your future Hosted by you Hashtag happy face Hashtag savings Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance 